0: Welcome to our program, Coach to Coach. Today's guest is Jillian Christensen. Jillian's one of my peer coaches from Jamie Smart's Thriving Coaches Blueprint. Jillian runs a transformational coaching practice and is a certified clarity coach and advanced clarity practitioner. Jillian is also a contributor on the Innate Wisdom podcast and Facebook group. So thank you so much for joining us today, Jillian. It's so nice to see you.
1: Hello. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for the invitation.
0: Yeah, my pleasure. So the way I like to start these discussions off is just finding out what first sparked your interest in coaching.
1: It's probably a quite a long story, this one, but I've always been fascinated about how the mind works and how people work. And um, a bit of an amateur psychologist stroke um, philosopher, really, at times. I've spent hours and hours with my best friend on the phone, you know, talking about what life's about. Um, so that there's always been a slight fascination there. But in um, 2011, I had a very bad year, a tragic year. I lost my brother, mm. uh, which was expected, but um, still very sad and very tragic. And I also went through a divorce. Mm. Um, and one evening, just to get out of the house, I went along to a presentation given by a life coach. And at that point in time, I really didn't know what a life coach was. I didn't know what coaches did. I thought they were for sports people or celebrities or high flyers. Um, but as I say, I wanted to get out of the house and be with people, so off I went. And at the end, she was she was wonderful. And at the end of the session, she asked us to do an evaluation And she said, um, one lucky winner will get picked out of the hat from the evaluations and will get a six-week coaching course with myself. And time passed by and um, I wasn't the lucky winner, but I was still very lucky because this lady phoned me who was a student of of the presenter and said, um, would I mind being a subject for her to... Uh, practice her coaching skills on and I said do do you know what I really would mind because you just don't know and my brother was still with us at this time and he was in the hospice and I said you just don't know what's going on in my life you know Mm -hmm. and she said you know try me trust me talk to me I may be able to help you Mm so we had a coaching relationship after that for about a year And it was a lifeline. It really was a lifeline. And then I um, decided, because somebody had helped me in that way through such a difficult time, that I'd like to be able to help others in a similar way. So off I went and did a sort of what I would now call a traditional coaching qualification. And that was, you know, the sort of coaching where... It was all around um, the power is in accountability. So it was very much, right, this is your goal, get your diary out, put a date in to do X, Y, Z. So very traditional and and probably old style coaching now. And I used coaching a lot at at work because I was in the NHS and I had um, a management position within public health. Mm -hmm. So I used a lot of coaching with my um, report, people who reported to me. And at the same time, I started to dig deeper into spirituality. And I'd always, um, alongside my nursing, done complementary health. And I came across... um, some people who practiced energy therapy using an angelic realm. Mm. And I found that really powerful. And I did a lot of exploration with them, exploring healing through energy. And all this time, uh, Jamie Smart was around and he would pop up on my Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I, d- I will admit it, I used to think, just go away. You're just trying to find <laughs> something. And I met a lady called Marina Pearson. And she was one of Jamie Smart's apprentices. And she introduced me to the principals. Mm. And then I started listening to Jamie. And in 2018, I left my role within the NHS and studied clarity and then went on the following year to do the Clarity Advance course. So that's how I've come to where I am now. Amazing. And it's been life changing. Mm-hmm. So yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a, it always amazes me the different journeys people go on to get to to get to this place. It's funny when you mentioned Jamie popping up because I, I first discovered Jamie in, I think it was like 2008, mm-hmm. through and when he was doing his NLP business. And I was taking a real estate sales course and that guy was a, a, an NLP master practitioner and he kind of built NLP into his real estate training. And then Jamie was a guest on his program or something. And that's how I first stumbled onto Jamie. And I had to kind of ignore Jamie for years. And then more recently, like you said, he just kept popping up for some reason.
1: <laughs>
0: and, uh, and this time it was, and I'd read Clarity before, but I didn't get I didn't get it at all. And this time on with his Facebook lives and stuff, talking about the principles and things. I don't know, something for me just clicked, and yeah, uh, the rest is history, as they say. So uh, that's great. Well, now that we know how you got into coaching, maybe you can tell us a little bit about your coaching practice and who you work with typically, and and, uh, and a little bit more around. My
1: coaching practice is quite new; it's evolving. And um, I spent. Um, Last year, I spent six months on a contract with a company that was commissioned by the NHS, and that was working with um, NHS patients who had chronic or long-term health conditions, Mm. and that I really enjoyed because, obviously, with my my own background in health and the nature of my studies outside of my nursing realm, very much, you know, that mind-body connection is, is is something that i'm really interested in exploring with people and um, i'm also very interested in mental health because at one point i did have a breakdown myself and i'm I'm very much subscribed to the um ideas of bill pettit who's a three principles coach that um All mental health is, or when we go off the rails, is actually um, just a snapshot of where we are at that moment in time, and that I also believe that mental health probably could be prevented, escalating, because I think that it's sort of it's gradual; it builds up Mm. um, and becomes more severe if if you ignore those early warning signs. So I definitely um, think there's a great prevention that could be had through coaching for people who um, probably don't realise their own resilience and how their experiences are created. So that's an area of interest. And I think in the world today, we're all pushed to grow and develop. And I know when I was in the height of my career, it was when I get the next qualification and I get that qualification, then I do something else and something else, you know, that I'll be okay when
0: yeah.
1: XYZ happens. And one of the things that really strikes me is a lot of us are trying to grow and develop because you know that's what sometimes what we're expected to do in society and within our roles. And if you look in nature, Nothing grows until it's nurtured. You know, from the tiny flower seed to a newborn baby, growth and development comes from the nurturing. And I think what we often do is we neglect nurturing ourselves. Mm. So, one of the groups that I like to work with is particularly women who spend their life nurturing. Everybody else and the relationships and the careers and the households that often neglect to nurture themselves and put their own needs
0: first. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, uh, I know exactly what you're talking about because uh, I don't know. One of the fascinating things I found in my own life is just watching my wife do everything you just described. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, putting me and the kids and the dog and, you know, her job, everything before herself um, for the most part. So yeah, I know that one firsthand for sure.
1: Yeah. And I think we're not very good at uh, women and men, but I think women in particular, particular are not very good. We, we sort of fall into a role and we're not good at accepting help and, or asking for help. Yeah. And, you know, we, we make our own sort of expectations of ourselves and then try and fit into that. And, and we're often exhausting ourselves.
0: Yeah. 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 It's funny. The the picture that's coming to my mind is the, is the metaphor of the oxygen mask um, on the plane, right? Like the, Mm. you, you have to put your own mask on first before you can help somebody else. And in life, we don't, yeah. generally do that <laughs> um so it's a, it's, yeah. a, it's a good reminder for sure
1: it's an old adage isn't it i yeah. was um, speaking to a peer yesterday and we were we were talking about that as well and um the the other way of saying it is you can't give from an empty cup you mm. know and yeah. even though it's a bit twee and you see it on memes and everything it if you actually sit and um, embrace it, it actually is a really, really um, important message.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It is for sure. Are there any examples, um, either people you've coached or coaching you have had that you could, would share just to give any, kind of one of the things I'm trying to do with this series is for people who aren't really familiar with coaching per se, to understand the kinds of things that, That it can do for people and in what situations i mean i I think of coaching now as kind of a uh you know i I can't really think of anything that coaching can't help um but often people think well my whatever is going on for me does i don't need coached on that but so i'm just trying to give people an opportunity to see a variety of examples so if there's anything you can think of that you'd like to share yeah
1: there's a there's a couple um... And as I say, I work predominantly with women, but I will work with men. And um, one um, client approached me and he was um, mature and a professional and a really good guy in business, setting up businesses to um, help other people start in business and running his own business. But the the area in his life that was lacking was that he had been divorced five years uh, and he was still of an age where he'd like to find a new partner and and have a family.
0: Mm.
1: And um, he had some very interesting sort of ideas and stereotypes and about how relationships should be and such like. And, you know, we spent a lot of time just very conversationally exploring these and then picking them and and sort of exploring and and probably blasting open some some of the beliefs he'd been holding on to for a long while. And um, what was lovely is he actually found a a partner. Wow. And um, the, the relationship was free of some of the stereotypes he'd held in place. Yeah, I think sometimes what was important in that one was his expectation of how people should be in a relationship when they first meet. So when one of the days he phoned me when he first met this lady, and he's and and she was a professional as well, and um, he said, you know, we'd had a couple of dates, have all gone so well, but. She doesn't want to speak on the phone in between in the week. Mm. What's wrong? And and I said, you know, maybe there's nothing wrong. You know, she's professional, she's busy, et cetera, et cetera. Um, But, you know, this idea that if you meet somebody and... um, And you're keen on each other, but, you know, you have to have that constant communication or it means that they don't like you anymore and stuff like that. Um, So really interesting, some of the things and some of the stories we tell ourselves. Um, Another lady I've recently coached is a lady who um, is professional and she's talented. She's a singer. um, And she taught in a school, Uh, And she taught music and she's recently retired and she's single. Um, She has family, but she's a single lady. And one of the things she suddenly realised when she was retired was she was missing connections with people. Mm. And how do you go at that point in life and make connections and relationships and what are connections all about and how sometimes you know just being comfortable in somebody's company is enough you don't have to worry about what you say in advance and Mm. all of that sort of thing and also um, she's quite new to the three principles and how she can express and share what she's learning and she found a unique way of how she will express it through the arts Mm. she's now taking that back to her school and they're they're putting a production on around stuff so yeah there are some of the variety of things and then the other things are people who have a specific goal I would like to lose weight or I would like to changed my role right and then um, just working through those sort of things
0: interesting mm. yeah I'm always amazed how uh, universal it can be mm. if there was one thing that you would want people to know what would that be
1: you're okay <laughs> we're all okay and we are enough yeah. and I think that is one of the the biggest messages and actually I think it's easy to know it intellectually but when through the principles that's something that I've really sort of embedded into you know my Innate person, mm. rather than knowing it intellectually, and I think it's something that bothers us all. In you know, we're brought to um, we we're, we're taught from a very early age. We compare ourselves mm. with others, whether it's about when we're in school or work, or you know, abilities, our intelligence, what we've got, what we haven't got, um, and we start to believe those things outside of ourselves or some reflection on who we are, what we are. And we tell ourselves some wonderful stories that we're not good enough or um, we will be good enough when, but actually we are all okay. And very much, we're all in the right place. And the power of just being in the presence actually starts to open things up and change things there's very little to do um, but when you can be actually in the moment in in the present moment and really connected to whatever you're doing or who you're with or what's going on around you that's when the magic starts to happen but we spend too much time either Future thinking, futurizing, or in the past and analyzing. Mm. So give up the isings, the futurizing, or the analyzing, and yeah. just be. Mm.
0: Yeah. No, that's uh, that's great advice. It's funny because when uh, I had my coaching call with Jamie on the course, you know, and I didn't even realize this was happening. Uh, and when I watched back the session, I think, like, what a bumbling fool I sound like, because you know, Jamie always says, like, what would you like? happened with on this call and and from watching hours of it most people don't really know they just start talking about stuff yeah and somehow Jamie guides you into the right place and uh and for me it was I had equated my self worth to my job and my career and things like that and and what you just said about the realization that you're okay that that call is when I had that insight about myself and it was uh very liberating and mm. uh, um yeah, that you don't you know you don't need those outside things to validate or give you worth you have innate worth and um, yeah it's, it's a very powerful uh, realization to know that that's true and like you said it's not it's not intellectually knowing it's knowing mm. deep down right so it's a very powerful place to to then act from
1: yeah, those okay. labels that we we put that actually we think are a a ticket that tells us our value. Yeah. And it's just not true.
0: Yeah. yeah. For sure. Um I was checking out you because I you I saw your uh, post yesterday about the, the um session you guys have coming up related mm-hmm. to the innate wisdom podcast. And I was looking at the podcast this morning, like going through your 47 episodes or whatever you have on there now and how I'm looking at some of the names and stuff. So I, I I, intend to go back and listen to a whole bunch of them because I'm, I'm curious, but I, I'm curious if you can share with the audience here a little bit about what you guys are doing with the innate wisdom podcast and uh, you know, wh- whatever you want to share about that.
1: Okay. So we don't really know at the moment, um, but I can tell you where we're at with it. Um, there's a group of us, I think there's five or six of us have to count on my fingers and we were all we went through jamie's clarity clarity Advance course together and we decided to form a facebook group and the the idea was first of all to share the principles a little to a wider audience and secondly to actually um challenge ourselves to do the interviews with people Mm. and be out there and be heard and be live. So the first year we did a lot of interviews with people who are well-known within the Three P's community. Mm. I think we've got one with Jamie, we've got one with Dick Bettinger, uh, Chip Chipman, Jan Chipman, and that's to name but a few, Bill Pettit, Linda Pettit. Mm. So a lot of people who have been in the principals community and also some of them that I would call first generation. Mm. So those people who actually knew Sid and yeah. learned from Sid. Yeah.
0: I was going to say there are um, 3P celebrities. <laughs>
1: yeah, 3P <laughs> cebs, celebs, yeah. Um, so we've done the interviews and this year we're, we're in the process of re- review. We want to and we will be actually putting a lot of stuff out shortly we want to connect more with our audience as ourselves, right. find out more about what our audience wants and probably speak to some of those things that people go around every day struggling with. Mm-hmm. You know, oh. so the standing in the, the queue in the supermarket thinking, oh, I haven't got time, I've got to do this, I have no time for myself. I, yeah. You know, I'm I'm useless at my job. My boss is a, a, a big prat, and it's all affecting my life, and it's all too much for me. So those everyday things that we struggle with as people, mm. which on their own don't seem major, but when you add them all together and put them onto a one person, yeah. they can be huge. And yeah. um, so we'll probably speak to different topics. In the meantime, the the ladies of the group, because we've got one man, Rob Morgan, and. Um, Next week, we're doing a woman for woman, um, innate mental health, so mental health from the inside out. Um, I'm speaking about mental health and how creativity can help healing, but also um, lessons we can learn from creativity that translate into life. Mm. So a little bit um, when we paint a picture we've got a blank canvas, and that's how our life is. Mm. And, um, you know, the, the things that we learn through doing that are overcoming perfectionism, uh, procrastination, that idea that we're not good enough, um, or, and also the, the very um, the courage to experiment without being focused on the outcomes Uh, My colleague, Julie Finn, is talking about her her own personal journey with cancer Mm. and how she's a cancer survivor. Um, Sorrel Pinder is talking about loss, grief, and the guilt around that. Um, And Polly is talking about how we define ourselves as women and we have a guest speaker, Clasia Mendes, mm. who people might know through. She works with Jamie, who is talking about forgiveness. Mm. And if anybody's interested, it's a free event. It's a Wednesday afternoon, two till six. And um, it can be accessed through the Innate Wisdom podcast page on Facebook. Amazing.
0: Yeah, Sounds, yeah, sounds like a great session, yeah.
1: We're nervous, but we're looking forward yeah, to it. Well,
0: sounds uh, sounds like it'll be amazing. Mm. Yet a, another time in my life when I wish I was a woman.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I would um, I would uh, share a recording.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> um, apart from the innate podcast, how how else can people get in touch with you if they're interested in learning more about what you're doing or interested in your coaching?
1: I am on LinkedIn. Um, Jillian Christensen on LinkedIn. And at the moment, through my personal pay- Facebook page, which is just Jillian Christensen, um, my um, coaching page, I've closed down for a little bit okay. um, because I'm reviewing and developing it.
0: Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Well, this has been a great conversation. I really appreciate your time.
1: Thank you. Uh,
0: good luck with your podcast. It sounds like an amazing session an amazing group of people and uh i look forward to actually reviewing all your your podcast episodes i'm sure there's lots to to learn lots of insights in there so thanks again and we'll talk to you soon
1: thank you thank you very much